you what's happening. All right, welcome to Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce. That's Orlando. Uh, he is uh, my cat. And you know what? Right when I started, he just, I don't know, I guess he just sort of like he wanted to start howling at the moon. He's howling. He's saying, Terry, I need some CBD bio care pet oil. Yes. And you know where you can get that? You can get that at greathempdeals.com. And every time you go there, you get a 5% discount because I am a sales rep. Yes, I sure am. But I believe in the product. So please go check it out at greathempdeals.com. Also, if you go to notmyrabbithole.com and click on my essay, Cannabis Literacy, there's an offer there for some free CBD samples for adults. You can also get some samples on other products, but these samples are free. All you have to do is pay for the shipping and handling. Try the products out for free. Pretty sure you're going to love them. Alright. Tonight's show is a re-upload of a live stream that I did last Saturday night. And it is a show on Max Spears, UFO researcher. If you don't know him, go ahead and Google his name. He had a mysterious death. I actually interviewed Max back in 2015. Which special, what is special about this show is that his mother, Vanessa Bates, is in the chat. And I will read, I, you know, we listen to it. I mean, I'm assuming you're here, so you're going to listen to it. Uh, you'll hear her comments and her commentary on uh, this particular video. Now, um, when I'm on YouTube, and by the way, I, I do recommend that you follow me on YouTube too, and Terry Joyce, I mean, not my rabbit hole with Terry Joyce, uh, be part of my live streams. I live stream a lot. Make sure that when you do subscribe that you hit, you hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of the shows that I might be doing there. Oftentimes I I take some of that material and I bring it over to this place and I put it on Spotify and Anchor. Now, this is this was a video, but right now I'm only, this is just the audio version of that show. Uh, I did play a few songs at the beginning and at the end. Um, some really cool songs, actually. Uh, one of them uh, being... A really rare find on YouTube. I guess if you if you Google it, you're gonna find it. It's actually with Bono and Pavarotti singing Ave Maria, uh, which was uh, really it's it's really wonderful. Uh, a rare find. Uh, although if you're researching it on YouTube, you got to put in Sting and Pavarotti. I think the person that actually made the video was in another country, and he didn't realize that it was Bono and not Sting. Uh, maybe they're kind of similar, but, you know, who knows? Uh, also, uh, at the closing of a show on my live stream, I ended up with Andrea Bocelli singing the Lord's Prayer, which was really beautiful. So I'm going to link the video on YouTube if you want to listen to and see the video version. But, you know, I think sometimes people like to just listen to things. We we appreciate an audio version so that we can, I don't know, be cleaning our house while you're while you're listening to this. So with no 
further ado, I am going to get, I'm going to go ahead and, 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 and start that portion of the show. Uh, and then uh, we, I, I'll be back afterwards. All right. Talk to you in a couple hours. Oh, wait, I forgot. I should just mention one more thing. I was talking about all these songs that I was opening up, open with my live stream that, hey, it's too bad you weren't there to hear the great songs that I opened my show with on when I was on, uh, you know, YouTube that you're not going to be listening on this broadcast. Like I, I mentioned the Lord's Prayer at the ending, this great Pavarotti and, and, and Bono uh, production <laughs> song. Oh, and I also opened a car wash, which was like, Totally retro uh, from the movie Card Wash back in the 70s. You know, the one that goes. Okay, like maybe, maybe you, maybe you don't know that song. Uh, maybe you were born in the 90s and you're like, hey, lady, I have no idea what you're talking about. But uh, another thing you should do if, if you ever get the chance is um, Google that one too or go on Spotify and play car wash or better yet, uh, you know, click onto the link of this actual original video, but yeah, you will not be listening to any of those songs, uh, including Andrea Bo Bocelli's singing the Lord's prayer, which is absolutely gorgeous, uh, because of the, well, frankly, the, the, uh, rights to the music. Uh, but, uh, I do hope you do enjoy this video of Max Spears talking specifically on the music industry. Uh, originally, this was uh, broadcast, like I said before, was done by Miles Johnston from the Basis Project, and it has been archived on a YouTube channel called The Tinfoil Man. See. Miles Johnston had his original basis project uh, YouTube taken down and he has not uploaded all of his content on Max Spears again, which I don't know why, because people love to watch these old videos uh, of Max Spears since we, since he's not with us anymore. Uh, they're, they're like, they're, they're little treasures and nuggets that we we find about him and this particular show was on the music industry and it inspired me when i saw this it made me want to interview him so this particular video means something to me and uh and this particular show is uh us as a group reviewing it and sharing our thoughts and perspective on it. So um, I hope you I hope you enjoy it as much as we did. And I look forward to uh, for you to hear it. So enjoy. What is a soldier really? Or what is like what determines like what kind of war are we in? Like, is it, is it just physical or is it, is it spiritual or is it media or is it words or people or speaking, you know, uh, the battle of even um, thought or consciousness or, um, you know, I don't know if you, I, I, maybe I think too much, but I, I, I just, I just found that song to be so moving. Hi, Vanessa Bates. Great to see. I'm glad you made it here tonight. I just I just played Bono and uh, Pavarotti um, singing Ave Maria together. Um, I just thought that was so. I wanted to share it because I found it's kind of like a un, little gem that's 
stuck up, you know, somewhere here on the internet, somebody's uploaded something. Uh, Space Channel 9 says Bono is John Lennon conspiracy. He he does look like John Lennon uh, in that video. And, you know, a lot, don't you think a lot of entertainers uh, kind of rehash each other's looks? Like, like if they're, you know, people will go, well, we want a John Lennon type. You know, it's, it's almost like if you mirror something that was a little bit in the past, people sort of go, oh, it's retro and they accept it. So we kind of, I think culturally, if you were to study our, you know, the, the decades of fashion, even it, it all kind of, it keeps going through a cycle. It just kind of, Except now, fashion has been very weird looking on, on the uh, catwalk. Uh, Holly's shared a few things on Facebook of just bizarre stuff that people are like, I go, who, where are you going to go in that is my question. Like, where are you going to go? You know, Starbucks? Where you, anyway. Anything goes now, right? Okay. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna get get started on the on the video here because I don't want to. I know this is the reason why you guys are here. Um, before I do stop start though, I'm gonna give a, you a little advertisement. Um, I got to remember to do these things. Um, brand. All right, let me let, let me. I have it in a in a video clip here. I'm doing a little promo. Uh, Oh no! Wait, I didn't. I didn't upload it. Oh, how silly of me! Wait, let me see. Oh, I guess I didn't. I, I didn't do it. Okay, so I'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Doesn't matter. I've got this. This is kind of cute. Let me show you this. my uh my kitty cat what happened to everybody okay yeah and um he's becoming quite popular right now that's orlando uh, i've always liked that name because of the um virginia wolf book uh, but you know some people go oh that's because max and orlando bloom i'm like no i just i like that name so i named him orlando uh he's quite popular and um those uh it's an ad i put a little ad at the end because um not my rabbit hole i, I have a, a store basically and i'm i sell pet cbd products and they're really great and then i also um just uh, uploaded uh, my another essay it's called cannabis literacy on the Not My Rabbit Hole blog. And if you click onto that, there's an area um, with CBD BioCare products where you can click on and you, you can get a free sample of the products. And then, um, you know, so to try them out, all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. So that's also in my essay. And I'll, I'll show you the essay later on tonight. Um, I won't do that right now because I want to, I know that you guys are all here and we want to get to the, we want to get to the root of this. 
Um, like I said before, I've watched this a few times. I watched it again recently. Um, this was one of the reasons why I wanted to interview Max about the entertainment industry because he seems so knowledgeable. And again, I think you're going to find it interesting to... Um, and also, you know what, I just forgot to put that one video link in the chat, but I'll make sure that after I do this uh, live stream that I source my material here. This is Tinfoil Man. Um, I have uh, shown some of his videos um, before with, with um, James Casbolt. The guy hasn't uploaded in like six or eight years, but he's got some really great preserved uh, videos on Max. Okay, Max, we're talking about the pop music industry. Talking about the programming of the music. Yes. And uh, one of the things which was mentioned by James Casbolt was a list. Okay. On that list was a young lady who was found dead very recently. Right. Now, uh, this is very controversial, but you've mentioned that the very fact we're even talking about it, they'll know anyway. I think that um, when you start talking, uh, when, when you We're start talking dangerous waters here, when you start touching on um, the OTO stuff, you, you, you're sending out a frequency and they, they, they're aware and of you it. Were, this is basically uh, Alistair Crowley and the open gate, the gate that he created at Loch Ness. Okay, yes. It's still open? It's still open, yeah. It didn't finish does, does the this ritual. Prefer, does this actually connect with the Loch Ness monster itself? Absolutely, so I cool. think so, because um, when he, he, did, he, he opened it and, and did that ritual at Boleskine, uh, house and then uh but what actually yeah, he never finished the ritual so he never finished it uh it opened a huge gate that's there and um uh it was some, something to do with Baal or belial belial well that's the god bell which is the name for the ford belfast is the ford at bell Belfast. Okay. Okay. And Belfast yeah. is going to refer to that god. Yeah. Now he's one of the seven, yep. seventy-two Goetia. He's like the one of the king seventy-two Goetia demons. And uh, what are they? What's that? Okay. So you have um, uh, King Solomon um, had a ring where he had power over. They're, they're the the lower astral level. Um, some are reptilian. Some are just uh, disincarnate uh, shadow beings. Some are um, fallen. Uh, any of the lowest fallen beings, and you could go to where I mean, that's where hell comes from. Um, like the the concept of hell comes from. It's the lower fourth dimensional frequency. Now we have. And um, I want to pause this for a moment and and remind me. I, I want to make sure that I also source this in my video, and I'll give you in the chat. Uh, there's a guy named Mr. Mythos, and um, it's it's something called like the completely obsessive. Let me see if I can pull that up here. No, I can't. The completely obsessive, um, you know, look into demonology. If, Mr. Mythos on YouTube, and he really goes into. I really it it's really great because he breaks it down how King Solomon. Um, you know, basically, according to the Bible, uh, the God said, you know, here's um, you were able to control or use these 72 these demons 
to build, you know, like I say, build the temple or something like that. I mean, I know I'm going to sound like, oh, okay, you sound like you really know about this, but there's something about where he delved into the demons to as slaves. And, uh, but the problem was, is that the demons took him over and the demons were his downfall. And that's the problem. I think that's basically the lesson to this is that you certain demons have certain sigils and then, you know, and he'll, he's going to, Max is going to explain it here in a moment, how, how it works and how, when you do this, if, because it's been done so many times before, every time you do it, it gets stronger. And he's going to explain that. Our DNA, the uh, ability to uh, conjure, and call upon them if a ritual is done in the right way. So you can, whenever, why ritual is so important to them is because whenever you do a ritual, you're then reactivating the morphogenetic field of anybody else who's ever done that ritual before. So when I, if you do a ritual, you're reenacting everybody else who's done it before, then that um, you can, if you know what you're doing, you bring them into uh, being. And each one, each one of the 72 is, uh, defined as being used for a different thing, uh, uh, some for money, some for fame, etc. So I don't know the exact details of each one, but I know that they're dukes, princes, uh, kings of uh, quote-unquote hell. And then you, uh, you, you bring them up, and then they can help you out for certain things. They can uh, grant you certain, certain things. I think it's where the genie and the lamp comes yes. from, the concept. The jinn is still connected with that concept. But so Belial, or Belial, is the one that he was connecting with. Also, uh, there's a, yeah, I'm just trying to think of the, 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 the castle in uh, Scotland, which was the Queen Mother's residence. It was also called... Holyrood? No, not Holyrood. No, no this is, I think I think a friend of mine went to that castle in way back in the nineties, which we talked off camera. But, but don't all mention it's, the name. It's it's no, that's in Scotland as well, and it's directly connected by tunnels to Boleskine. And it, Crowley was a, mean, a ro royal anyway, yeah, really. Yeah, but what do you mean directly connected by tunnels to? Most of the most of the, certainly, uh, I'm sure this goes uh, for France. And I I think it's interesting that he's talking about tunnels uh, because. You know, they talk about tunnels in Hollywood, too, like in the Laurel Canyon area. Uh, there's uh, even the tunnels that they talk that are underneath uh, Los Angeles. So even like, say, Portland, Oregon and Seattle, they have underground tunnels. There's Seattle Underground. <laughs> Portland, Portland used to Shanghai people. Uh, so they would get people drunk and take them underneath the tunnels and then they would hijack them like human trafficking out into the ocean. This is, this is part of the, the history of, of, uh, it's not now. This is like way from, from before. France in Germany and Switzerland and all, there are all of the. Also, I want to make mention of back to the demons that he was talking about the 72 demons. And then each demon has a sigil, uh, for example, Lord uh, Led Zeppelin has a, there's like a, the curse of Led Zeppelin. You know, each person has their own sigil that they created. And, uh, you know, if you don't do these uh, rituals correctly, then, you know, it, it, a lot of times the curse goes against the person who made the curse. Uh, some of them are, are that, that strong. And, uh, and really, I think this is where you get, even in our cult, our literature, you know, the 
Faustian deal. Like you, like you made a deal with the devil, basically, and and yet that the Faustian deal can happen from like from from a particular demon. External architecture of the castles and um, main like, gothic yeah, this is cathedrals. Something you referred to it in Canterbury. That yeah, that's the that's a main that's one of the main ones because so many um, energy grid lines are crossing there. They're connected. You if you you go underneath them. Uh, you, you, there's either portals or there's a tunnel system or a magnetic rail system that connects them all up. A lot of magnetic is, rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, four thousand Mark Mark four Mark four speed magnetic rail system that goes under. But back to the thing uh, to the Crowley opening that door. He was trying to summon Belial in a six-month ritual. Six months takes to do the ritual that he was doing and he collapsed at the end it was just a, a broken man at the end and didn't couldn't finish it left and just left the house and went back to london and had a a big fight with mcgregor mathers who was the other um member of the golden dawn sort of they, they were the two kind of leaders of the golden dawn at the time they had a massive feud they fought for two three years and mcgregor mathers was left a broken man and just uh, Cracked and destroyed. So both both men are basically broken as a result of this. Well, uh, uh, I think Crowley continued on. McGregor Mathers are at the end at the end of the war with Crowley. I mean, I'm interested in this because one of the people I interviewed was a uh, was a guy called Ron Adams, and yeah. he lived in Crowley Cottage, mm. and he was. Uh, Died. Guys, I'm going to pause this for a second, and you know I was going to do that, right? Because it's like I'm, I'm doing an analysis, but I guess like tonight. I almost feel like sharing something with you that that there's a weird connection um, for me about um, McGregor Mathers because um, Dave Mathers. I don't I don't know if you guys know this. Like I'm I he's on Facebook. He's he peripherally is part of this group, although I don't think he's ever really done a show. Um, his grandfather was I think it's McGregor Mathers was part of the OTO. And um, there was this is sort of a bizarre story, but Sean David Morton left me stranded in San Diego. <laughs> and that was kind of the break of my friendship with, you know, Sean David Morton. And um, he came and picked me up. And when he picked me up, there was, um, you know, because I was communicating with Max. Max was, Max was still alive at this time. And uh, Max had done like the second show on on uh, with with the Polish interviewer, the you know the one that he we also I mean, I I I'm, I'm very suspicious of that last video that the Polish um, interviewer did with Max. I don't I don't see how anybody could have listened to that and then not said, "Gee, maybe we should get him some medical attention," or even have put him on camera in that particular state. That's just me, but. He, he had done like two of those shows. And one of the shows is he talked about um, the Mars jump room. Now I'm, I'm talking about things that a lot of people probably are going to go, Oh, I don't believe any of that. You know, and Max was you know, com a complete phony fake. And that's just absolutely ridiculous. However, however, I just want to say that this one thing did happen. When Dave Mathers picked me up and we went to Solana Beach, he was wearing, okay, and I have to tell you something else. Oh, yeah, this is it. He was wearing, okay, first of all, he had two T-shirts, and one of the T-shirts 
had, was, was, had the same color. It was tight and dyed. And they had the same colors as his T-shirt. He goes, go ahead and pick out which one you want to wear. And I picked out one that had no words on it. And then he picked a T-shirt that said 30 seconds to Mars on it. But I didn't, it wasn't until later before I recognized it, right? And so Max was talking about being in the jump room and then how after he, you know, did the jump room to Mars, he, he kept seeing like the 30 second Mars video by Jared Leto. And, um, and then like after I watched almost like directly after I watched him say this on a, on a, on a video, I was on the beach with McGregor Mathers, you know, I guess nephew or, you know, grandfather. Right. Um, or somehow bloodline. And then he's wearing the 30 seconds of Mars t-shirt. And it was that day that he told me that he, his, his grandfather was, part of the OTO and Aleister Crowley and, and there was a break or whatever that day. He told me that, and he had this t-shirt on and I, it was 30 seconds to Mars. And I go, Oh my God. I go, you're wearing a 30 seconds to Mars t-shirt. And I go, you know, Max Spears was just talking about that, about Jared Leto and everything. And uh, I, I, this is one of the last, I, I think this is actually the last conversation that I had with Max via Facebook in the, in the chat. And he, he said, Oh, I'm going to do a third show with the Polish guy. Cause I, cause I've been watching the first two and I said, Oh, that's great. And then I said, you know, and I told him about the t-shirt and the 30 seconds to Mars thing. And he sent me a, a comment back and he said, that's not a coincidence. Terry, he wrote my name. That's not a coincidence. And he said something like, Jared Leto isn't even human, okay? And that really, like, tripped me out for a while. Like, I, I was kind of like, what do, you, what, do you mean, what do you mean he's not human? I might just even stop for a second. I was like, what do, you, what, do you mean, what do you mean he's not human? What do you mean Jared Leto's not human, you know? And um, I got I got really interested in in studying Jared Leto, like him as an actor. I mean, I like I knew I always knew of him. I always liked his work. It was kind of followed him. Like, well, what's up with Jared Leto? Well, later on, I find out years later that Jared Leto is living in the Air Force base that's on top of Laurel Canyon. He actually ended up buying that space and that Air Force base. Has it's even like if you you can even look up articles in Vanity Fair, all right? And um, there's a guillotine there that used to be part of it that he decided that it needed to stay there. And uh, Dave Mathers told me on the beach that night that he actually knew the band and sometimes he plays drums and hangs out with him. I mean, it's just a weird kind of like coincidence. And then he's in that Air Force base. And that Air Force base is connected to the Dave McGowan story and the Laurel Canyon about how the military has been part of the. Well, we're talking John Lennon. We're talking the um, counterculture movement um, was said to have been birthed outside of like the mamas and, and the papas and. Um, Oh, you know, uh, what's his name? 
we were just talking about the other day, Jeff, uh, I think, um, Frank Zappa, Frank Zappa, and and then those tunnels that are going through that area. I just thought it was a weird coincidence to happen. Anyways, I'll shut up and keep going. I'm just, just stopping for a second. Because the Greys were continually attacking him. Yeah, yeah. And this is something which Lisa Williams has been pursuing, and we're trying to get the work of um, of um, Ron Adams out there in some way or other. But this refers also to Ari at Bentwaters yeah. and a kid, my lab abductions of his family there. Right, big spiders. Yeah. Okay. Big, big spiders. Not the not the ones we were talking about. Not yesterday. the scuttler type. I'm talking okay. about things about twelve feet wide. Okay, no, I never seen that. Now, there's just one thing I wanted uh, want to point out to you guys while you're watching this interview. Miles interjects a lot, and just I think he distracts Max off what he's saying, like I'm doing right now. But he distracts him, and then and then tries to like hook these other types of conspiracies or things that aren't a part of anything that he's talking about. And in a way, I think Max is being kind of polite and kind of nodding his head and agreeing with him and this and that. But I think, I, personally, I think Miles does that on purpose because he needs to control the dialogue. That's my take. Um, James Casbolt referred to us as diamond spiders and uh, The, the Epidus moon. Uh, moon, Saturn moon, Epidus. Epidus? Yeah. Is that where they're from? Uh, yeah, as far as I know. I don't, it's not sort of something that I know a lot about, but I've, I've I mean, heard I think other Sarah referred to that. She Sarah's off camera now, but uh, referred to war battle with them in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not something I know en enough about. Okay. Um, okay, well, let's stick to the to the, yeah. the basic magic, ritual magics. And, this, this, and, this connects to Tony pop, Blair too. Connects yeah. directly to Tony Belair. Uh, if you change it, his name, yeah, Belair. Yeah. Yeah, Belair. Actually, Belair in Beverly Hills is also connected to it as well. Um, uh, okay, so let, let, yeah. let's let's cut to the yeah to the chase. Yeah. Okay. The uh, Sir Bob Geldo. Yes. If you're knighted, uh, if you become a Sir Peaches. If you is become Peaches, a Sir Peaches Geldof, yeah. And you're also saying uh, that Geldof was responsible for the murder of Hutchison. Um, when, I, when I say responsible, uh, he, he may not have been calling the shots from all the way at the top. I mean, let's face it, his wife was having an affair with him, so he probably felt a bit mad about it. Right, and he's a gangster, I mean, pr pr no, primarily. very serious uh, He's an Irish gangster, and he's... Uh, he's now, whatever does you have for that? Yeah, I, I suppose so, because uh, he's the head of, you know, he does the live aid, and it's, it's remember, he's working on reversal, so all, the, the, all these guys at that level are working on reversal. If you're heading... Like the protect the Royal Society for Protection Protection of Children, is the society that connects together that abuses children. The Live Aid concerts that are set up there that are about to save people in you know set up Ethiopia, uh, Sudan, etc. are actually not. They're they're harvesting children. They're harvesting the kids connected to the King Solomon bloodline, and when when a lot of these high level, cabalistic uh, celebrities are getting or um, getting children from there, they're finding specific children who are who have the DNA line from King Solomon, so then they're able to put energy or entities into them to continue on that way. Now, how do they do that? What's involved? Okay, so so there's lit 
highest they at the highest levels um that they have they have lists they know where all the the bloodlines have migrated to from the beginning they know where they've all gone all through africa asia north america they know where they're at right? if you're connected to a bloodline you're being tracked they know where you are um, and this is what people are saying the national health service is set up to do in this ab- country absolutely by the nazis it was set up by the nazis well, when britain lost the war project oak tree was specifically to do with that project oak tree was yeah. doing that i thought Oak Tree was a time travel thing. Oak Tree was tracking bloodlines um, from nineteen fifty from the from the fifties. Actually, my family is connected to that, and they were tracking bloodlines from there. And the children of the parents who were born in the fifties, which would be me, born in the late seventies, um, uh, uh, were then tracked through another project. I think that's uh, a little bit connected to uh, Mannequin and Peasmore. I'm kind of going off track here, but um, All right. well, I just want to. I, I saw a post by Vanessa, and I I want to I want to acknowledge that because it just it stands out so much. I see spiders pretty much every night, about twelve inches wide. They run fast, often red. I'm used to them. What in the heck are they? Really? Huh. That's um. That's interesting that you see them too. Um, let me put my glasses on here for a minute so I can, I have like more, sub, I like more subdued party lighting at nighttime. It's true that possessions happens with strong and famous people. Yeah, Marios. Uh, and he's going to talk, he's going to mention that, uh, uh, he's going to make a reference to Johnny Depp having different personalities and how, you know, he's been on television and said things like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, I think, and you know, I was sharing this with another friend of mine today. I actually had somebody ask me and tell me, like, I they I thought they were wanting to work a project with me. And I finally got to the point. I said, well, what, what is it that you want from me right now? And they, he said, and he pointed to the Forever Cemetery. And he, and they were, of course, there's celebrities born there. And he goes, you see those people over there? And I go, yeah. He goes, they want to walk the green carpet. Because at the time, I was um, very much part of the cannabis movement. And, you know, I guess I could have been a, like a cannabis celebrity or something, you know. And and they go, they, they want to walk the green carpet. And to me, that was him saying, are you willing to let them come through you? Like, are, like, like, I think that there are some actors that take shortcuts. There's some entertainer. I, I call the to me, this is like taking a shortcut. It's like not not trusting your own creativity and talent that's God given, you know, or that you come into this incarnation with, and it's a gift. Not doing that by taking a shortcut and allowing, you know, a past person or entity or something like that live out like for example when you know beyonce says it's shot it's sasha fierce before me it's not really me you know i have an altar well what what something happens something comes through them when they have that altar in terms of the fact we're so close to peacemore here yeah. in little wiltshire and yeah. Rothschild land next door um a lot of stuff in the barge in last night so energies and stuff like we that. were establishing but, that the Rothschilds are at the top i mean uh, 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 at the top level the highest level the highest that it goes that the head of the Rothschild family is the pinda is the pindar so it's the man who runs the whole show comes from the Rothschild family he's been doing that certainly for the last two or three hundred years you're talking about the uh, basically the planetary um the the planetary or the solar system lord that runs the manor he uh is the go-between for the inner earth 
uh, uh, reptilian species and the outer, the, the external hybrids. So he's the one to go between. He's the head he calls. Uh, he was the only person uh, who the queen mother would uh, had to kind of cower away from was Pindara's above. Right, and this, this this is the model, basically the model where the in all planets uh, are actually gates. They, they're surrounded Absolutely. black holes, and this is what Nassim Haramein and Absolutely. people are talking about. So yeah. the inner Earth, the inner Sun, yeah, uh, is the black Sun. Yes, but it's got a Vanessa. Are they? Are, so they're not. They're from. Are, are they in a d different dimension? Is it? Are, are is it a, a, a? Do you think it's like something else? Like it's you can see it. You're seeing something, but it's not. It's not in this physical reality. I, I you know, because I mean, sometimes, like I don't know about you guys, but I see stuff. Like I see. One time, I was actually with um, Stephen D. Kelly, and like one of the first times I met him, and we both saw a little an entity like go like flicker and go, and and we knew we knew it was something. We both of us saw it at the same time. And yet, and yet, it wasn't. It wasn't physical here. I, I don't. I, I've, I've had. I've had experiences like that. Like I've seen something, or I've heard something. You know, that's not in. You know, it's not in. It's it's near you. It's it's maybe doing something to you, or trying to, or whatever, or it's looking at you, or whatever. But it's it's not. It's not in this reality. I know for some people who are watching me, they go, "Oh, you're getting really trippy now," but. You know, I think that a lot of us um, have seen stuff like that. So, a residue of a light round it, yeah, uh, as at the energy shell round it, which provides light for the inner Earth, right? Which is on the lower side of the Earth's crust. Yeah, is this? We're just talking about it in a mechanical three D way. Okay, and then that's the real inner Earth, whereas mm. the underground tunnels, which are maybe a few hundred feet, oh down, yeah, half a yeah. mile down or a mile yeah. down. Those are nothing to do. We're not talking about. Well, there's those. oceans and far yeah, Biggie uh, twenty one. Uh, it's it's this is National Hemp Month, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that I, I include my article uh, that I wrote uh, in in this. I, I did the cannabis literacy essay. Yeah, hemp hemp hooray, man. Forestry and in all sorts in the pockets in in, in Earth. You know, it's, you wouldn't. So it's not one big empty hollow. It's um, it's all it's lots of complex lands, and that is that oh, absolutely explained yeah. in some way by Lord of the Rings. Totally, yeah, yeah, and the connections to Lord of the Rings. Tolkien, to Tolkien was a uh, um, an insider and connected to um, the old, the old, old before MI6. So he was an insider then and um, uh, knew information. He was also um, in Fleming. Also, in Fleming and Crowley were good friends. Yes, and, and also uh, 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 Roald Dahl. Absolutely, yeah, but Ro yeah, Roald Dahl is deeply entrenched. All of Roald Dahl's books are totally, totally involved, deeply entrenched in mind control. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka. Now, uh, when I look, watch it, it, it's just it's it's ridiculous. And then the remake with Johnny Depp, wasn't it? Yeah, and Johnny, did Johnny Depp, Depp do it. Did, I don't... Yeah, Johnny Depp did it. Yeah, who's yeah. Uh, He's handled by, and I've forgotten his name, um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton, the director, Tim Burton, who's who's married to a Rothschild, who's married to what she plays. Pan, I can't think of her name, but she plays Pandora Sparks in the Harry Potter movies. Right. Helena Bonham Carter is her name. Helena Bonham Carter. She, she's actually the daughter. She's the granddaughter of a Rothschild. 
and so her name's really Rothschild. She's married to Tim Burton. Those two have a hat. Johnny Depp has multiple, multiple you know, personalities. Doesn't watch his own movies, as we discussed. Can't watch them because he doesn't. So let's get back himself. to the murder uh, and killing involved with okay. um, the rock industry. With, with, okay, with peaches. Yeah. Okay. So as far basically, the, the the link to this is James Casbolt stood up in the barge and yeah. recently um, annoyed a lot of people. Um, was he said a lot of things. We won't go too much into the detail, but one of them was this list of right. which I'm on up as endangered, endangered really? species. But also my former colleague Joanne is on, on, on it as a drone. Right, right, and right. And also right. a number of other people. But crucially, uh, the recent death of Peaches Geldo. Right. The right name? Peaches is right. But, yeah, Peaches. So, so, and the, but basic idea is that she was murdered. Yeah, she actually ritually murdered. Yeah, and the, so you remember? Okay, I'm I'm stopping it for a second because I can't get that. I can't get this hemp thing to go off of the thing. <laughs> it like when it's going, it won't do it. Okay, and then I I saw something from um, Jeff. McGarren was dead wrong about Frank Zappa. Really? Okay. I would be willing to talk about that because I'm I'm not I really think I, I really think that our the CIA does have a lot to do with the entertainment industry and the music business and everything else. And I and I think that there is a I've I've seen okay, and then Jeff is saying um Ike started Pindar BS in the Rothschild. I mean, maybe it's not Zappa or maybe it's not. But I think I think he presents an, an, an interesting idea, and I and I do think that the military and the CIA is controlling the entertainment industry in many ways. They're used as consultants in movies. Um, you know, there is. I totally think that there that that the media uses it for social engineering. That's my feeling. That's that's my. That's I, I've always known, even when I worked in the entertainment industry, that there were things that you could do and not do, or they were going to accept this and not accept this, and this is the way it was. And there's a certain image that they show, and you know, there's a lot of propaganda, and you know, there's things that if you say or talk about it or represent it politically, you know, you're toast. You know, I, I um, also when you look into the um, the back in Los Angeles when there was the Crips and the Blood, and um, you know they a lot of people feel that you know when the CIA were you know shipping you know bringing in cocaine and uh, you know creating crack cocaine into the black neighborhoods and then <laughs> they were armed to kill each other. You know, I mean, that whole thing right there is about and then and then you have the rap music that was part of it. And a lot of people think that the CIA, you know, played a part in that. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it is a like it is something that when you look at it, <laughs> it makes you wonder. I mean, wasn't there there was that one police officer that kind of discovered a, a Los Angeles cop and then he ended up committing suicide, ironically, like everybody else, right? Okay. Um, I'm not saying CIA isn't involved in the music business. I'm saying Frank Zappa was not under that their control. They hated him. He woke a lot of people up. He woke me up at age 17. Oh, okay. 
<coughs> wow, you news freak Zappa. That's kind of cool. I actually um, accidentally backed into Ahmad Zappa's uh, car when I was working on com uh, Comedy World, but it, there was no scratches. So, but <laughs> I was totally freaked out when I was like backing up and I bumped his car that was parked, and I was like, "Holy crap!" It's a mod Zappa. That's my closest, my closest thing that I've ever had to the Zappa family. Anyway, um, CIA was behind LSD hippie movement. They say yes. I mean, uh, yeah, and it's it's part of it was used in mind control too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. It was I, I was horrified to be honest with you, Jeff. And I, I want to say something else about um Ahmad Zappa, um, who's very funny by the way. Uh, he kept getting in trouble because on Comedy World because we were going over to a regular, um, you know, we were on the internet, but we were also FCC. And, you know, I read like this, you know, warning or whatever. And they kept saying that he kept, Ahmad kept referencing cornhole. Like that was offensive that he kept calling things cornhole and this and that. And I was just like, oh my God. Okay. Anyway, enough about that. Remember all the ritual murders are all, all planned. Um, at the birth or pre-birth of the child anyway, you know, the, so they already know, they already know, they already know that this person, this, this child is going to be rich, ritually killed at a certain time. They know it, uh, on the 19th birthday that this child is then going to be taken out. Happened with Eric Clapton and his child, Connor Clapton. Good night, Mario. Who, who fell out the window. Yes. This was, so there's a price for, for, for fame. And yeah, I mean, power. we talked to Misha Johnston yeah. uh, at the Super Soldier Summit. Mm -hmm. I talked to her, and uh, she explained that uh, her father explained to her that in order. Let's go back a little bit because um, I, I, I think I, I want to make sure that this I, I, there was a lot of interruptions there because this part about how um, the children, you know, before they're born, even they know that they're going to sacrifice them at a certain age. And I just kind of think this part's interesting. Tim Burton. Those two have a ha Johnny Depp has m multiple multiple you know, personalities. Doesn't watch his own movies as we discussed. Can't watch them because he doesn't. So let's get back himself. to the murder uh, and killing involved with okay. uh, the rock industry. With, with, okay, with peaches. Yeah. Okay. So as and far basically the, the the link to this is James Casbolt stood up in the barge and yeah. recently um, annoyed a lot of people. Um, was uh, he said a lot of things. We won't go too much into the detail, but one of them was this list. Of right. which I'm on up as endangered, endangered really? species, but also my former colleague Joanne is on, on, on it as a drone, right? Right, and right, right also right. a number of other people. But crucially, uh, the recent death of Peaches Geldo, right? Is that the right name, Peaches Sorry. is right, but yeah, Peaches, so, so, and your the, the basic idea is that she was murdered. Yeah, she ritually. was ritually murdered. Yeah, and the, so you remember all the ritual murders are all all planned um, at the birth or pre-birth of the child. Anyway, you know, the, so they already know. They already know. They already know that this person, this this child, is going to be. Did you hear that other voice? They said, "Explain that." So somebody else must have been in that room besides um, Miles. Ritually killed at a certain time. They know it uh, on the 19th birthday that this child is then going to be taken out. Happened with Eric Clapton and his child, Connor Clapton, who, who fell out the window. Yes. This was So there's a price for, for, for fame and Yeah, I mean, power. we talked to Misha Johnston uh, yeah. at the Super Soldier Summit. I mm -hmm. talked to her, and uh, she explained that uh, her father explained to her 
that in order to maintain this contract, yeah. uh, one member of the family had to do certain things, and she explained how she was taken over and she married off for two years. Did Misha was uh, Misha Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, that was her. That was the contract fulfilled. Right, I, I understand. Now she explained that in great detail at base of twenty, whatever the hell it was, at the Super Soldier Summit. Okay, okay. I'm not allowed to go to this. Year. You're not allowed. Oh, oh, anyway. No, what? I wonder, yeah. like, what he says. I'm not allowed to go to it. Like, I just, I want to go back just a second because, like, what did he get in trouble? Was there like drama? Price for 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 fame and yeah. I mean, power. we talked to Misha Johnston yeah. uh, at the Super Soldier Summit. Mm -hmm. I talked to, and uh, she explained that uh, her father explained to her that in order to maintain this contract, yeah. uh, one member of the family had to do certain things, and she explained how she was taken over and she married off for two years. Misha was? Uh, Misha Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that was her, that was the contract fulfilled. Right. I, I understand. Now, she explained that in great detail at base of 20, whatever the hell it was, at the Super Soldier Summit. Okay, okay. I'm not allowed to go to this. Year. You're not allowed to oh, Anyway. Um, scandal. Uh, yes, yeah, absolute scandal. Okay, let's cut to the chase. Huh, interesting. Okay. So, so Bob yeah. Geldof, yeah, daughter, ritually murdered. Right. He's a sir. You can be sure if you're if they're a sir, they're in the inner circle. If you're if you're knighted, uh, if you get that, the queen knights you. You're in the inner circle of that. So you're you're in the inner sanctum, and you sort of become untouchable on that level. Because you have once you have their protection, you you kind of become untouchable. That makes me think of Jimmy Savile right there. Polly Yates, that was the name, right? Yeah, Polly so Yates. Yates. Yeah. He said Polly Yates. Okay, she was married to Bob Geldof, and then she had an affair with Michael Hutchinson from uh, In Excess. Okay, and then of course he had a weird death. So now we're going to get into that. Yeah, interesting photograph in a very important gentleman's club for penthouse. Yeah, she was a monarch, and she was, you know, she was used used sexually. So was Peaches, and um, she was kind of handed around. But um, I think that certain monarch uh, women get very, uh, they s s get very liked, and when they get liked, they get want they want to hold on to these certain men, want to hold on to them, and. Uh, Michael Hutchins, who I don't think initially was connected to uh, uh, any of that. I mean, he's a he's multiple multiple personality, but he's not collect, connected to what's going on now. I mean, in the, the, when he died, the, mm. the funeral he was given was practically a state funeral. I mean, live television carried by Sky News, right? Or this pop singer, who right? Died, who, who who basically died? A terrible thing. Very sorry, but right. This right. is rather no miles. No, he was Michael Hutchinson from In Excess. He was not a pop singer. He was a rock star. Okay, let's not let's not undermine who he was. Okay, and it, I think wasn't it auto erotic fixation uh, death? Uh, kind of like um, what's the uh, uh, Keith uh, David Carradine sort? Of, I think I think they kind of went the same way. Rather a lot of overkill for a so when you give that much energy to it's, like it's televised when you're throwing anybody who's watching it is throwing their energy the sympathy to it that energy is harvested and and so you know I'm assuming there was something important I don't know what was important about him I don't know I mean this is covered in this is I mean I've just said it but but you you said that basically um, Geldof was responsible. I but I um he had written letters and there's you can find these letters on, on the internet. He'd written letters to Hutchins saying uh, if you don't leave 
her alone, if you don't stay away from her, I'm above the law, something's going to happen. So this is in the public domain. So we're not actually saying anything that hasn't already been said. Just that particular thing, no. No, I mean, that. yeah, you can find that. It's like the Diana letters are going to bump me off. Right. And where she also, yeah, exactly. She used to call them lizards. Yeah, Diana used to call them lizards. Um, yeah, so so they, they, they uh, I think they had to destroy certain lines. Paulie Yates uh, had to be, I mean, she OD'd, but I think there's, there's something you know more to it than that um and and they're all cabalistic and they're all connecting you know oto is based on on a lot of cabalistic thinking what is basically the cabalistic thinking just for people who don't know okay so you have the concept of the tree of life which is actually missing one of the very important parts in it one of the heart center parts it's a it's a diagram set up to show your way through um the incarnating planes of existence in, in this frequency that we're in very accurate and very you know amazing information on there. okay just to clarify the um, michael hutchins um uh, it says in uh, november 1997 in excess lead singer michael hutchins was rumored to have died from autoerotic asphyxiation in a sydney hotel room although an inquest ruled he had committed suicide by hanging himself with a belt his partner, Polly Yates, insisted he had died accidentally when a sex game went wrong. And that was, um, I guess this was, um, this is the Sydney Morning Herald. So, there you have it. Coded in the works of Shakespeare. Not, yeah, absolutely, which is Bacon, right? Really? Yeah. Bacon and a couple John of others. D. Yes. John, John D., who was the original 007, right? Oh, well, we're talking, yeah, all right. We're talking uh, Queen Elizabeth time. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason it was 007 too was because of the two eye. The double O was the two his eyes, and the seven he, he was the eyes for the queen was to cover up like that. So he was saying. All right, all right, yeah. very good. So um, okay. So what up with Geldof, and then of course we, we, so, I think so, we started the conversation based on you too as well. Might as well bring all so that in the, this, rock, the whole rock industry, really. Well, with the OTO, I think it seem, they seem to be pushing. They seem to be pushing that a lot more at the moment as a, a you know an enlightening uh, sort of uh, passage to find, and and uh, it's it's good for you you know Crowley isn't bad there's you know bad and good i guess are relative anyway but um certainly when you go the, the that route uh going down and practicing the, that, those sort of levels it gets particularly dark i know a number a few people who committed suicide who were involved in the oto so are we basically saying that anything that sounds good on a rock musician level the whole pop music industry is basically a satanic ritual cult I think that it's a little bit unfair, perhaps, to say anything, but I would certainly say that the industry itself, the machine, the main machine, if you're hearing it on the radio, if you're seeing it in the you know stores and in the industry like that, yes. It this is. is a particular interest to me because I did a lot of pirate radio and yeah. I couldn't understand why pirate radio uh, was so stamped on because it really wasn't anything to do with the frequency. Using frequency was a very naughty boy, hmm. but. Uh, all, um, I mean, there must have been the the the, the, ven- the vehemence and how they pursued that. Yeah, exceeded the alleged crime, really. Okay. So there must have been some other motive. So this explains why only certain individuals are are, are allowed to do this. Yeah. Broadcast. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think that you know what 
mean, I'm going off track again, but walking the red carpet, when you walk down the red carpet, the implications are you're walking through the blood of the, the Goyim or the, the general populace, and because you're from bloodline, and that's what they're telling The Goyim being a the mass word public or sheeple, uh, you know, just sort of thing. Scum. Yeah. Useless eaters is Kissinger, right? Yes. Kissinger said. Yeah. So if you're walking that carpet, you are, you know, that, that elitist mentality. Uh, and I mean, you, like, Sammy Irwin refers to greatly that the, the fifth race, the so-called Nephilim, he calls them the Nephilim, although there's lots of different racial types we can apply to these, uh, what Chris Thomas calls Valon, who uh -huh. come here to basically... You know, he's going to try to control the narrative a little bit there. See, now we're going to go into the Nephilim and it's going to, we're going to go off track for a moment. They take over the planet. Yeah, uh, there's been a like a wrestling match to do that, and they can't. They have you have to use the front human human you know form to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's this too reality, shocking otherwise. It is why explain sorry. because uh, because we've been doing the consciousness of the human stream that's here now is so used to just seeing and being told that the human being is at the top of the food chain and we're the rulers of this and that and we're that that um it's too shocking. It has been too shocking to bring in a new species and do it. It's not. It's not. It's not conducive to keep the control if they're going to do it that way. So they need to hide behind the human form. That's all in the Emerald Tablets. Thoth's Emerald Tablets too. It explains how that was. Now done. These Emerald Tablets yeah. are nothing to do with what John Irwin found. His team, not his team. He was involved in the team and discovered two data banks. Mm. Which are here we go with John Irwin. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, now we're on John Irwin. And I gotta I gotta say, most of the time when John Irwin um most of the time these things that, that are said about John Irwin are not usually true, or Miles has construed the story around. That's how I met John Irwin because I did an interview with Miles. And I asked him a question about Max, and he diverted to John Irwin. Like, he didn't even answer the question, hardly. And then um, John Irwin heard that interview and said, what he said about me isn't true. And I said, well, do you want to come on my show and, and set the record straight? And then that's how I interviewed John Irwin. So Miles makes up a lot of John Irwin stuff. And I, want to, I noticed that Vanessa project said something here um that was I, I think kind of interesting about more amazing was the coverage of max's death why yes that is a really interesting question because why would the mainstream media take their like decide like want to you know like in the world that Max is in, it's like the world that we've been a part of watching here on the internet, which you would be considered to be fringe UFO conspiracy. He got like huge coverage in the mainstream media over that. And they did concentrate on that key, like friend of Orlando Bloom. And then, you know, obviously maybe because, you know, of, of your dad, because of Max's grandfather too, I thought, well, maybe that has something to do with it. But, and, when <clears throat> I think this is this is my theory that whenever the media, who, whatever the media is, will try to control the narrative, if also if it's wanting to hide something that might be true or that might be going on or that might have been uh, foul play, 
then they'll 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 swing their their the viewpoint either way to shot to shine you know like oh okay so he was an addict and he was an addict you know and you know it was determined that that is how you know he died but that doesn't necessarily mean that there wasn't some sort of foul play going on in 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 the end of it like there's a lot of circumstances around max's death that gives us question marks including the days that are leading up and it and, and there's another thing i want to point out too and i probably pointed out before uh on my uh shows is um about what this media has done like even before max's autopsy was done because it seemed like it took forever for it to get done. And, you know, even before that, James Rink released a photo, uh, not a photo, but a video of Max drooling, and, you know, at some, I guess he filmed him at some sort of summit they were at. And I'm thinking, okay, did, did James Rink sit on that material, that video footage? Like how many people took advantage of Max in an altered condition? And then put a camera on him. Did he hold that footage? You know, why didn't he release it right away? Like, why is it like before the autopsy happens, he decides to put that out on YouTube for people to see to make us understand collectively? Oh, yeah, that's how he died. He OD. Yeah, there's there's evidence right here of him in an in, in, in absolutely fucked up state. So it 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 I'm thinking, why would he do that? Like. Who sent on material and then decides to like show it at, 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 at an opportune time? That that's my question on it. On, on that behavior that people do. Like, for example, I'm gonna bring up that one lady, Sippy Talker. Sippy Talker had footage on another guy, Lionel Real. Which seem where Lionel Real like admits to being in these underage chat rooms for gay people, gay kids, and then there's a, you know a video of him talking about how he got excited about being in like he got sexually turned on. That's what she had harboring in her pocket, and then doled that out when when after she wanted to control him. Like who does that? That's like. That's like blackmail in a way. It's like, you know, that means that the person who had something over you can also control you at the same time and make you do things that you normally wouldn't do. All right. Are inscribed with fine lines like a CD and mm. they have moving pictures and information on them that, that, his, that he was involved with the raid in Jarabah in 1959 to get two of these devices. Oh, they were actually looking for them. They were actually looking for them, and that's why they're and bumping up. you know what? Those tablets, it made, like, this is the part where Miles is just, in, 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 like, connecting something to something else. Those tablets, to my understanding, weren't necessarily, they were searching for the talk tablets. Okay, so, but here we go. Many people all around the Middle East at that time, 57, mm. 58, 59. Okay. They found and, them, and they got two out of the six. So there's four stones. Well, there. there were four at that time in the hands of others, but oh. they they were able to recover them from what would have been an equivalent of a Bilderberger type meeting ah, okay. uh, in 1959 uh, in the Middle East, which was designed to. And two flying saucers took off and flew away. 
big ones, huge things. Mm. And he went in, his raid was successful, mm. they got them. Uh, but now they've got the, the use of these secrets and technologies, which is why we're having to tell all this stuff now. Uh, right, right. Okay, I'm understanding. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the, uh, the information can be downloaded into crystals too. I think the crystal skulls, I'm going off track again, but the crystal skulls carry massive amounts of God mind information. If you can. What's God mind? I think that, that so I'm thinking that that might be the, the collective oversoul of, of, uh, of, of this area of the universe. So if you could put all the, all the information for all the technology that's necessary, all the information of the true galactic history, all the information of really what's gone on in, in the inner wars that's gone on, because this is just a massive, it's a prison planet, but it's an in, inner war constantly. Okay, let, let, let's just get, get down to summaries. What yeah. is the Earth? Uh, who are we? And, and what is this, the whole point of life and death here? Um, if you have that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, um, well, we're all ETs, seven yeah. billion of us are all not indigenous to this planet. Absolutely, we yeah. five races. I mean, that's a heavy question. Like, who has the answer to that? Like, in a way, that I feel like as a person, I'm in search of that. Like, who are we? Like, what what is happening here? Like, that's a huge question. I mean, I don't even, I'm, you know, anyway, let's see what Max says. Uh, more. Five broad types, okay, fine. I think that you've got something, I think 13 streams, 12, 13 streams um, uh, of... Uh, I mean, you've mentioned the Committee of 300. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Dr. I'm not John talking Cole about family. I'm not talking about bloodline families now. I'm talking about, they're always using 13 because it's a crucial number, Kabbalistic, crucial Kabbalistic number. And the letter M, or the number, which is the 13th letter of the alphabet, all that is, is uh, constant. That's why you have McDonald's M constantly imprinting on on, the, on your subconscious that because thirteen is the the birth and death cycle, so so keep coming back, keep coming back. You die, you come back again, you're coming back again. So most of us, most of us here, are caught in a in a in a loop, in a cycle. Obvious loop. Yeah, like an infinity. And over and over again, incarnating in similar life. Related to the precession of the equinoxes, the way the the Earth solar system and its this part of space goes through this sure this convoluted it reinforces it too when you see that i mean i think we talked about it yesterday when you keep when it when it's uh, when you're seeing that and the sun coming up and going down and the, yeah. the whole system like that reinforces you know so it's a ritual in itself okay fine so yeah. we've got the 13 families i think it's 13 different 12 or 13 different genetic races that are here i mean we're talking about the sasquatch the like which is a bear race Sasquatch is the, the, the original human hybrid. the original hominoid hominoid race it's here that the was brought here by yeah the original humanoid race that's um, incorrect uh, that is incorrect okay sasquatch is is still in the myth category and i don't even think that you can use the original goes back so many different years uh, you know the evolution if you want to go there all right no uh-uh no miles it's not sasquatch uh is lyra is a, is a lyran which is the the original original human race the lyrans turned to the pleiadians but the original ones are blonde blue uh, beings from Lyra, long, long, long time ago. Now you're talking. Erwin's uh, worth referring to. Um, mentioning this because this connects with the basis things. Uh, but the, the the thing is that the, he's saying that the um, or he was briefed in 1959 or 57 that. What if Sasquatch is a 
Sasquatch is just a really large man who just decided that he didn't want to shave. Like he's just extra large and hairy. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, that's stupid. The original hominid species here, the, one of the earliest ones, were, were the Sasquatch that lived for 900 years mm. and they fought Nate and with the dinosaurs. That dinosaurs right. with them. That's that sort of timeline. You're talking about an earlier race of species. Uh, well, the, yeah, the Lyra star system is, is uh, yeah, much, much, much before that, millions of years old. Millions of years old, the original humanoids, um, and the, who then turned, who then became sort of the Plagiarian or Pleiadian system. There's been that, a huge con war between these these blonde blue Nordic beings and the Draco, the Alpha Draconis. I think they like their um, the genetics of them, so they've sort of been chasing them around all the way. So across. who's been chasing who around? The, the the Draco, the this particular reptilian species, which is the the ones from uh, the Orion area. Alpha Draconis. Now, I know, like, uh, I, I saw um, Jeff made a comment, you know, like, the Pindar and the Rothschilds and the Pindar-Rothschild thing. You know, I don't know if that's real or not. Like, the whole the whole reptilian thing, right, is, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of, like, the thing that gets me about the reptilian thing is that I, I there's somebody that I dated um, while I was waking up, okay, and this person is, you know, connected. His family was in the music business. You know, he's connected. I want to say connected. And I've mentioned him before. And, um, you know, years later, he, you know, after I understood what reptilians were, because when I first met him, this conversation was something that we didn't have. He revealed to me that he came from an Illuminati family and that he was reptilian. And, you know, he said, you know, and I'm not the your first one you've been with, meaning that I slept with somebody else who was reptilian. And then I created a joke and I go, what am I, the, the whore for the reptilians? Like, what's going on here? And then I was going, yeah, reptilians, the other white meat. Like, I I had to make, you know, and he, and he would say, you know, you should do material about it. He's doing material about it himself because he says that we need, like, people need to understand what is what's really happening like what is possible and the last time i saw him in person he told me that the the he, he goes again i saw him and boom we, he goes hey let's talk and then we sit down and we start talking and boom he's telling me about stuff about the reptilians and he goes he said to me he said um the 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 purebreds are the ones that are crazy, just like a purebred dog or you know like like a, a purebred animal is weaker. He goes in the in the psychopaths paths, you know, are the insane ones, and those are the ones that are running the country. Face the the world is are, are the psychopaths, and he goes, that's who we have to like get under, you know, get out control, like get them out of the way because they're destroying everything. And um, so make what you will out of this. That's why, okay, if he wasn't in my life, if this man, and, I, and I've known him since I was 25 years old, if this man was never a part of my life, I would go, yeah, reptilians, totally not true. But because I have such admiration, even for him as a talent, and I know, I know where his family is from, and I'm not even going to mention it, because I don't want to tip off to who he is. I mean, when he really, I've talked about him so much, I'm afraid I've given his identity away. But that makes me 
wonder. And to talk about reptilians now and to make jokes about reptilians, it is common. Like I've tried it out. I even did it at my college. I did I did stand up for extra credit in my English three critical thinking class. And I did jokes about reptilians and they freaking laughed. They people, this is a very common conversation now in many ways. It didn't used to be. When he was talking about it, it was like, oh my God, this is weird. Honest, the really big dog. I mean, even the talk about somebody in the entertainment business. The guy that um, you know, smashing pumpkins, Billy uh, Corgan. There's look it up. Look it up. There's a story where he talks about somebody that he knows shape-shifting. Yeah. I mean, and that's Billy Corgan. I mean, you know, you could say, oh, yeah, he did drugs or whatever. It's not true. But, you know, and to think about it, we we have the reptilian. We have the their brain. We have reptilian brain. That's our fighter. Part of us is every person has a part of their brain that's reptilian, right? Dinosaur-looking. Yeah, reptilians have been warring with the Nordic blonde blues for millions of years, and the war was brought to Earth. That's when you had Atlantis and Lemuria. Atlantis was populated by the the Nordic blonde blues. Lemuria was populated by the reptilians. But you can never have a reptilian and mammalian species getting on because they're complete opposites. So how to make how to make a being in constant confusion? give it a human body and put split of mammalian and reptilian genetics inside it. So we're constantly at odds with the way we feel. Uh, but then there's, there's also this thing about now where they, they switch the whole point of the Casbolt thing and Jeff Scott thing, where yeah. you, you have a reptilian yeah. uh, unity to create a new bloodline where you have the swastika marrying in with the, sure. with the star of David, that the yeah, alien movement. Is yeah, about that. Right. The, the Raelian. Yeah. The Raelian. Yeah. Raelian. Yeah. The, um, the people who, publicly be known to do the first cloning. Okay. Publicly. Okay. And okay. I want to I bring uh, up the Raelian Society because um, Holly had mentioned that he heard that if, if that that might be where James Casbolt might have went to, or, or it wasn't, it was, um, it ended up connecting to the Raelian, but it was like a um, Madrea, which connects to the Raelian, uh, the Madrea people connect to the Raelian people. And um, they also advocate another thing is that women should be allowed to go topless on the beach and they do a protest. They do a free, free the boobs protest um, <laughs> on Venice Beach. FYI. A little bit of that. I'm not, you know, okay. I'm not, uh, but that makes but sense. You know, that the, why does it make sense? Is it the creation of a new bloodline for, because we've got a problem? They've shot themselves in the foot. The, the, uh, the sort of certainly for a while, they interbred that this particular reptilian stream interbred too much. And so they, they, they overdid the reptilian DNA. So they weren't able to hold the, the like a, a physical mammalian form and which is no good so the the dna was becoming decrepit and they would have to consume continually consume um uh, dna or um hormones from uh mammalian beings uh animals or humans but humans would be better cows Cow, yeah the grays which are reptilian and and, and uh i mean there's a lot of cow stuff going on yeah, take the internal organs yeah the, the, the whole um, Cattle mutilations. Yeah. 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 Pigs, you know, so the pig too. So the pig, if uh, they. Uh, Is that by Jews that can't eat bacon? The, the domesticated pig uh, was a, is 
disturbingly, a cross between um, a human and a wild boar. So uh, that's why they say it's the most intelligent animal. So okay, initially, initially before... Yeah, we treat it really badly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and consuming it um, is basically cannibalism in a way, unfortunately. Energetically. Yes, energetically, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're a bit off the point yeah. from the rock industry. And um, but what about the wider aspects of the so-called satanic? I mean, uh, there's various videos on on YouTube about and um, in the media about major rock figures, people like Bob Dylan. Okay, who, like he's going to talk about Jimmy Page here in a minute. Jimmy Page is, was major into the occultism, um, but there's comments. Hey, Deborah Kill, um, I think they are frightened of us humans. Um, because they know how powerful we are. I think you know, you, you've heard the theory that we're, we're waking up and we're gonna, we're realizing our, our powers, and they don't want us, they don't want us to be able to do that because we probably will be part of the creation of our reality when we realize what we're actually really capable of. Um, you know, then that's probably what's happening. Um, and then, and then, um, Jeff says, Pindar, okay, no one has claimed the Pindar is a reptilian, yeah, okay. I've got a problem with the Pindar thing too. All right. Um, and then especially when, you know, James Casbolt is, you know, saying that his father-in-law is actually Pindar, you know, that's like, that to me is laughable. That's like, that's almost like saying, you know, my father-in-law is actually Satan. you know, it's like, it's so, it's so, you know, like he, like, let's say his father-in-law or ex-father-in-law is probably pissed to be it's pretty anyway. That's really hard to buy. Deborah, we're evolving. Yes, you know, and 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 they they've said, well, you know, they're they're speeding up things because they know we are evolving, and and this we're, we're we're understanding what's what reality is. I have very I have a very reptilian friend. This is super soldier healing, who likes heavy music, dresses very dark, and likes rough things, but he's very gentle and caring to to his wife. I hope so. You know, I mean, those reptilian people, it, it's, I think that's what a lot of the um, vampire movies, you know, the, the, the vampire movies that were out with um, Kirsten, the one Thomas, or is it Kirsten, Kir, Chris, you know, you know what I'm talking about, the um, Bella and, you know, all those, you know, they say that those movies are theirs in some way so that you they want us to fall in love with the beast or they want us to not to call them beasts, but you know, there's like that kind of, uh, you know, I know that they're to me that men that were like, were kind of a little bit, you know, like the stereotypical, like James Dean, you know, leather jacket, kind of like a bad boy, you know, it's hard not to be attracted to, to the bad boy, the bad boys, you know, it's hard not to be attracted to him. That's all I got to say. Jimmy Page is the one that comes to mind. He, he bought Valeskin House. Page Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin, the lead guitarist, yes. bought Valeskin House and lived That's there for a the couple. The South Bank of Loch Ness. Yeah. Yes. And I was there, house. been there. Yes. Yeah. Because the reason for that is it never sees sunlight. It never. Like I can't tell you how many goth guys I had crushes on. You know. Uh, I, in some ways, or the rock guy, or whatever. It gets direct mm. sunlight. Mm, okay. Because of the way that the valley is and the latitude, the sun can come up and down all day long, and wherever it goes, it will never 
see directly. Crowley was very careful to pick the exact right place to do this ritual that he was doing. He took a long time and was very careful to get the, the exact latitude, longitude, uh, degree place. And that was the perfect place. And that is do. a fault line. And that part of Scotland is part of the oldest, uh, part of the North American landmass. It's not part of this European landmass. I didn't know that. Yeah. The, that section, the rocks, very old. And so you think Loch Ness is an interdimensional gateway in yeah. and of itself. Um, I don't really know that much about Loch Ness Monster. I don't know. I just know that the site Or they've just used it as a, as a as cover. A, as a cover. Yeah. See anything odd. So now we veered off to Loch Ness again. See how Miles does that? I want, I want to point that out. Like, okay, and, and, and Max goes, well, I, re I really don't know much, that much, much about Loch Ness. Possibly a connection. As, as from, from what I know, Oak Tree was connected to uh, um, one of the alphabet agencies' uh, way of we, tracing. We go from Jimmy Page and the occult, which is really interesting. I, be, before I end, I'm going to show you that Myth, Mr. Mythos video because I really highly recommend him. He does a whole thing on Jimmy Page and the demonology, uh, the sigils that uh, – uh, you know, that uh, Aleister Crowley practicing um, and the curse of Led Zeppelin. And then he also goes into the demonology, which will be a backup research for what Max is talking about. Because after I watched these videos, when I came back and watched Max, I was like, oh, okay, I'm getting it now. In a way. Seeing particular bloodlines that were coming out. But there's a time travel thing. Were okay. they going back in time? It, I don't you know. did mention time travel. I know. Like but, coffee somewhere. Yeah, Can I didn't. explain that, how certain groups were going back and forward in time? Um, uh, yeah, so I, well, there, there's two there's two Montauk uh, um, experiments that were set up. One at Montauk Point near New York in, in the U.S. There's also one next to the Alsace-Lorraine region of France. There's a, Mon there's a whole Montauk set up that's done there. Actually, that's the one that's used now way more than the one in, in, in the U.S. Do you have any, any closer details to that? Um, it, it, was done, it was used for the same thing. I mean, so, so Crowley is connected to both of those, too. Crowley was directly connected. Yeah, and the Greys. Yeah. yeah, and he remember he was working for MI6, too. Crowley was working yeah, as a... the secret intelligence service. Through, through, the first, through the First World War, he was doing, doing stuff for them and went over to New York and worked for them there then. Connected with Winston Churchill, too. Crowley was very... I uh, used to admire Winston Churchill. I used to sit and talk a lot. Crowley was connected to Hitler. I used to sit and talk with him. And it's interesting that Prince Charles in today's papers is saying that uh, President Putin of Soviet Russia, Russia yeah. is another Hitler, is a Hitler. He's compared to Hitler. Oh, really? Which I think is very interesting. Because he, he's connected to Rasputin, too, direct, direct descendant from Rasputin, who was the the uh, master magician, master black magician, from who attacked the Russian or destroyed almost the Russian royal family in the 1800s. Maybe I'm wrong, 1700s, 1800s. Yeah. Uh, well, early 1900s. And then okay, was, okay. was took a long time to get Mad bumped, been bumped off. Yeah. Right. Oh, they tried to kill him seven, eight times and couldn't kill him. They stabbed him, drowned him, shot him. And yeah. 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 He was really. So he's the. Uh, so what about the. Yeah, the Rasputin. There's a. Yeah. So you got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Putin is on some of the conspiracy magazines being heralded as somebody who uh, stopped World War Three. Okay, if he stopped it, there was a good reason for it, and it wasn't to, for, to be the savior of humanity. If he stopped it, it wasn't uh, for helping you and I out, or uh, it was doing it because he, he was doing it for selfish reasons. Uh, you, know, I can, you can be sure of that. 
Um, he he has very extremely high energy. He's one of the he's one of the high level. But remember, he's external though. Still, we see him. We see him. We see him in the news. We see him externally. So he's not at the top. Okay. So something else that Vanessa just posted. This is interesting. Um, no, that's not it. Wait, <laughs> Deborah. Wait. Here it is. Oh wow, Vanessa. Okay. Zeppelin bought Tower House in London, previously owned by Richard Harris, original wizard in Harry Potter. Tower House, many rituals there. Yeah, I really think. Madonna's Super Bowl halftime show years back was said to be a ritual. Yeah, I think a lot of the um, Super Bowl and the... Um, Olympics. I think they do rituals in front of us all the time. Uh, Jeff, if a guy comes to date my daughter driving a hearse, I will drive him home while he is laying in the back of it. <laughs> Cluster B's lack empathy, psycho, uh, psycho, sociopaths, psychos, etc., etc. Isn't it weird how some people just completely lack empathy? It's unbelievable. I didn't even think it was possible, actually. Hi, Darren Garcia. At halftime, shows are rituals. Yeah. You know what? Half the time, I half the time, uh, you know, halftime, halftime. I don't even care about the football game. I just want to see the – I've always just been more inter interested in the, in the halftime because, you know, I'm not a football person. But – and then when you realize that it's a ritual, then it's just like, you know, you watch it to see, well, okay, what's going, how, you know, what's happening now with it. Yes, that's why they have concerts at Glastonbury. It's an, it's on a major ley line. Okay, let's keep going. The pyramid, anyone you see in the TV yeah. is not. So yeah. he's still. In other words, if you know the name, heard it. Yeah, he, they're not running it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and it's it's the usual phrase. If somebody says they know something that, that they that they don't know it, I mean, in many respects, we don't know it either. Right. I yeah, I have to just go with what uh, what's happened to me and with what I feel, and that's, that's, that's all the best I can do. That's with all that. we can yeah. do. Yeah. Um. Uh. He he's. Uh, well, if you look at if you look at uh, Vladimir Putin really carefully, you'll see that he looks like the Royals, the the Windsors. That if you, they're in sort of like the, the same. He's just another expression of that. Um. Windsor, Saxe, Coburg, Gotha, Germanic, uh, reptilian bloodline that's running. Now, there are Russia. some people who are saying, I won't mention them, are saying that they're ready to leave. The, uh, they're they have been the, found out. In a little bit of trouble. And they're ready to, to, to pack their bags and go. So they want to take uh, all, everything out. They're like, if we can't have it, we're going to mess it all up for everybody yeah. else and then leave. And that's what they're planning. They, they, they've got the technology to get off here yeah, if everything the, goes to crap, you know? Yeah. And what is that technology? Is gate jump gate technology or yeah. secret space programs uh, both. platforms or what? Absolutely both. Uh, they've got the, they know where all the jump rooms are. And, yeah, which you know. is one of the crucial things about John Irwin's thing where that the technology has gained that if you put all six of those bits together, you would have power over ah. all the gates. Oh right, right, right. In other words, the physical misalignments that have happened over time with the physical entrances on the earth's surface. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with, with degradation or whatever it is, yeah. It will reconnect all those. It, mm. Uh, that was one of the things, okay. those things from what we understand. Okay. So this is 55 years ago. Yeah, so they've done it. And if that was 55 years, it's been, it's been handled and it's been done now. So where does this bring us to this present time? I, mean, I know we're rushing here because we've got to get out of this. 
place very soon, but uh, yeah, sure, sure, you sure, you've sure. you got to catch a train and things. Yeah, we've got uh, a lot of time. Yeah, but but for, for, what's the solution to this in terms of the rest of the so-called humans who might want to survive and do something a bit more positive? Right, right. I think that um, with the information and with the work that people like yourself and others are doing, if the if if the people if certain if people on this planet are aligned with that higher frequency thinking. They're going to their their higher self or their over soul is going to make sure that they're in the right place at the right time so they don't get wiped out because there are plans to do big wipeouts. I mean, the Georgia I mean, Guidestones, the Georgia Guidestones exactly. they, they, they is unfortunately is going to happen. And uh, they must have a technology to clean up the mess, though. Right, right. They have they they've got terraforming technology I mean, where they isn't this interesting that he, looking like we just had the Georgia Guidestones blow up. And then, and then there he is talking about it, you know, back in 2014, explaining, you know, what's going on with the Georgia Guidestones. Um, and I don't know. I, I just want to say that I've been looking at certain things about what might be happening to the planet and the pole shift. And, you know, we're, we're in a lot of strife. Like right now, I, I even felt a little depressed today because I watched this video last night before I went to bed and it was a scientist. I featured him before in this channel and he's, it just looks so bleak about like, like it, it's quite possible that the human race is going to be, I hate to say this. I know this sounds awful, but maybe I shouldn't say it because Jeff's girls might be watching, but it, 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 unless something happens, there, I, there could be something going on right now. And, um, you know, I, I think that it, it's important to uh, to realize it and then, you know, or maybe question that it could be happening. When you when we've seen that the food prices going high and it feels like, you know, now they're selling bugs for us to eat and everything. It's like, come on, man. Why don't you let us grow hemp and then we can make oil and have hemp, you know, uh, like it's got all your omega six amino acids we can have hemp oatmeal you know come on now we can make hemp bread you know that like do we have to resort to bugs seriously seriously bugs thank you no you eat some freaking bugs that's what i feel like saying and i don't know if you guys have seen this this is off the cuff again i'm just gonna go back to this really quick but there's a new veggie meat plant-based protein that apparently tastes like human flesh the, and it won all these awards and i'm thinking all right first of all how do you make a plant-based hamburger or you know meat that tastes how do you know what human flesh tastes like in order to make the plant-based thing and then how do you have judges judge on it and go yeah that really tastes like human meat we're going to give this the major award like what the hell is up with that I think that is so bizarre right there. Like, who is that for? Who, who, who is that product for? Oh, you can't eat human flesh anymore. So we're going to make a plant-based protein human flesh meal. Like, does it taste like bacon? <laughs> like what Max is saying? Like, does it taste like pork? Like, what's going on? They can reset, restart. They can make the trees grow in the desert. They, they have that technology very, One of the very things quickly. I've just interviewed is a guy talking about some kind of cybernetic um, grass. Okay, okay. Which could grow. Like and then it, not no, like it, it's, it's a, it's the, I mean, Jesus, we're talking about grass, ordinary grass. So they will replace ordinary organic 
graph yeah. with this stuff which will communicate through the internet. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I just thought what you said, you put the girls to bed and, uh, you know, yeah, you know, basically he's saying, you know, we're, we're going to be extinct. Like we're, we're on the verge of being extinct. And who's to say, like, what made us think that we were the top of the food, like, like Max says, like, are, you know, that we're at the top of the food chain here. Like we, like we're the end result Homo sapien is the, is the last prototype of, 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 the, of the human race. Now, over time, the human race e evolves into something else. We evolved. If you go through anthropology and you study, you know, we evolved into being human. If you want to go with that theory, right? I mean, I know Max is saying Palladians and other races and Larian and things like this and blonde hair, blue eyed. And, you know, maybe that's true, too. I mean, like. But if you go through like evolution, if you're going to go the theory of evolution, there's uh, the, the 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 human or the the survivors mutate. They have a mutation happen to them, and the mutated people, you know, or or or, or animals with that mutation are the ones that will survive their environment because that that's basically survival of the fittest. I don't know if everybody knows that. I don't. I kind of didn't know that until I took my, you know, totally that way until I took my biology anthropology class. And by the way, I'm going to be tutoring that next semester. <laughs> so yeah, that's my new job. I mean, it's a part-time job while I go to school, but yeah. Cybergrass. Okay. I can't believe I've just said that. <laughs> right. But why do they need cybergrass? It means they're maybe talking about a cyber world. Well, if you if you get rid of and replace all the organic life forms here, which have the you know like the, which are connected destroy to destroy all mother nature, right? So they take you taking you taking the mother the female out of again. They they've really done as much as possible to repress any female energy, which is creative force energy here. So if you're replacing organic life form with with a manufactured life form like that, you're destroying the human heart even more. And you've got the new world religion, which they want to implement. And if they want to put all this together, they've got to make sure they've got almost all their pieces into place. It's just things like this, doing this sort of putting this information out here, throw because the energy we're, putting, we're giving off energy fields from from this yeah. building that we're in now, and somebody ten Google, miles away can Google pick it up unconsciously. Yeah. Yes, and that's a problem. Yes, you know, it's a problem for them. Yeah. So, so things like this make a far bigger impact than just the people who are going to watch it uh, on the internet. So, how does humanity break this loop and walk on and, and as a way as it should be? I mean, humanity. Uh, if we look at the books of the Anastasia, the, yeah. the Ring of Cedars, the capabilities of 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 humans living with nature, living with all the animals, and uh, the wisdom and the capacity yeah. of higher thought and uh, and living in a positive way. Mm. Uh, I mean, the, the Russians have been trying to, in that area, have been trying to teach new, new children, you know, how, how to live in a higher consciousness mm. way. Mm. And it's been under attack. Mm. In the, if one reads the book, the books, the eight books by, I think, a man, Meg Ray. Yeah. Um, how do we uh, make that happen? How do we survive? FYI, it's 11 11 right now, if here on the wet, on the West Coast. How do we survive this? I think is there a solution. Or do you um, have a solution? I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, well, I think what you're saying is right in terms of like obviously you wanna you wanna uh, get hold of the children and they're the ones who are gonna kind of create the new the new kind of thought forms and the new consciousness here. But um, they, it's very difficult to do it outright like that because it get you know you 
they, they have control of that. Anything to do with any of the system, the external system, that's the education system, law system, all the systems are all inverted. So you, it'd be, it's very difficult. I think this has to be, has to be collapsed before, this has to all go down. I mean, before. this is something the, the Black Goose talked about. Solving it's going to reset. We're like at a reset. Reset point. all life on the earth. Yeah, like the DVD has come to the end, and it's going to restart again. But we've got to reset. And see, and like he says, reset. And then now, what, what have we been having said? The Great Reset. I don't, is there is there a correlation with that? Like it's got to go all down and then come back. Come like we, you know, we come back with the new, the new. Yeah, this has to end first because you can't create a new thought structure which is a new education education system with in the present state that the world's in it won't work this is something which uh, mary rodwell's talking about in great detail uh the new children the new higher children the dna is changing yeah uh but in the education system globally seems to be designed to attack them totally shut them down or create them into hyperactive children they must be ill There's right giving them, them medication they, they yeah. medicate them Back to well, these medications are shutting down any anybody who who is sensitive, anybody who has those like high gifts. The um, the the stimulants that they give them. Uh, so in in many respects, Sarah's life being shut away uh, was a very saving. good way to stop her doing what she was come came here to do. Absolutely, and they they did do a pretty good job of shutting her down, and they they can't anymore. But they, 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 you know, they, and it's not going to plan. I, I don't feel for what they had for her. But, well, um, who is they, and what can we do about it? Um, what can others do about it? How can others? So do that the, I think a lot of volunteers inca have incarnated here into to to the human, into this human, uh, this stream of consciousness that we're in, this frequency that we're in right now, and and uh, but the thing is they have total every human being has an energy signature and a sound harmonic vibration when they and it's individual when you come here you're creating a sound frequency they have complete tracking of all of the, all yeah, I mean, those this people is, yeah, this is what google have publicly stated yeah, this is targeted individuals map. this is yeah. why that's what where targeted individuals come from so they need the volunteers i mean uh, one would assume that you are also there yeah. and, and this is you because you're opening up you're shaking the system up and so you're under attack like we talked about when you got hit with that wrought iron gate yeah. that caused you all the problems that happened with you yeah. the same thing and all the, a lot of the issues and that the i've had ball, but they're not talking about right. that right yeah. now it was way beyond coincidence the way that happened yeah yeah so what about yourself max yeah what about you max okay where did you come from? Because it was right. a surprise to see another Brit at the Super Soul yeah, Summit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we briefly talked about that at, at the Super Soul Summit last year. So we got another Brit on the scene. Yeah. And I've been speaking to another guy called Kieran, mm. who's full mm. of implants. Mm -hmm. um, and he's hulked out. He's had the hulking out experience like Dave Marrow. In the palms of my hand, I have two of them. And then you can see the line scars. They're called T7, T27. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, the T27s are actually a, an animal tracking implant okay. designation. Yeah, I, I okay. Uh, that makes sense. I, I have um, one that I'm aware of in the top of my thigh here, uh, one here, and then there's a birthmark I have on my right shoulder, and underneath there I have buzzing that goes on underneath there. The one in my leg, even when it, it feels like the right uh, knee, when, below the right knee, it's at the top of my oh, thigh here. Yeah. It feels like a cell phone. When you have a cell phone buzz, 
yeah. you know, vibrating, it feels it go, does that. And when that's connected with buzzing, I get in my left ear. So these are just, I mean, this is just, uh, this is just tracking stuff and, and uh, ways to steer you off course using sound weaponry. They like to use sound, definitely on me, use sound weaponry. Acoustic scalar wave technology. Yeah, yeah, because I'm very, very sensitive to sound. And um, uh, one of the attacks they did on me, actually, was in my throat area. Throat chakra was something they attacked. And because uh, you, I can heal through the voice. You know, I, I'm a... I can heal through the voice. That's interesting. We're going to get back to that. Uh, Super soldier healing. You're saying uh, your question is, is like, he said Sarah was shut down. What was the reason they gave her the medication? Anyone knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking if, if I don't know exactly the, all the details that he's referring to in terms of what they did to Sarah and how they slowed her down. But uh, it looks like, like Nate, was she institutionalized at one point or, 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 uh, is Sarah controlled now? Well, that's a good that's a good question. I mean, like, like if you were in the program, what was was Max controlled? Was Sarah controlling Max? You know, uh, are there various people that are you can't really put it on one person? You know, like, oh, they have one consistent handler their whole life, or is it just a multiple people come into your life and kind of shape you? Like, how how does it she claims her mother locked her away like an animal. Question mark, question mark. Yeah. See, uh, Super Soldier Healing, a lot of people are not sure if Sarah is actually even real in, in what she says. And you have to realize, too, that at this time, they were probably in a, their relationship was probably good. Like, obviously, it doesn't look like she she seems like she was still in his life at that point when he did this interview. Um. Isn't Sarah the daughter of Kathy O'Brien? No. No, she's not. Yeah, no. Yeah, Holly Bagley goes, no, yeah, no, she's not, she's not related to Kathy O'Brien. She she claims to have been raised in like she's French or from France, or you know, like she's um and we had came from a Merovingian family. And uh okay, yeah. And then she talks about being in the cages and stuff. Or my lab as well. Why would you think that, Tamara? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, Deborah, why would why did you think that um, she was the daughter of Kathy O'Brien? Does have, did she say that she was, or did you hear somebody say that she was? I mean, because I it, it it could happen like an animal. So she was abused as a child. She claims to have been abused as a child. But a lot, like almost everybody that's been under, according to my understanding, everybody who's been under mind control has had some sort of conditioning or, or you know, like, you know, it's trauma-based mind control. It's, it's so, I, although they've said that there's ways now to program people without the trauma, I heard, but Okay. Like, it might not be your family that abuses you, you know? It might be like, 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 it's not like, oh, somebody's, or it could, could have been one parent and not the other, or, you know, uh, it could have been the school or the, or the, or the institution or a neighbor or something, you know, uh, someone else in the family, you know? 
can do healing when you're speaking to someone. You can use healing from vocal sounds, and if you shut that down, um, that was a so way you've gone through a similar path to, to, to James and okay, others. Have well, you met others? Uh, I have met a couple You've of met others. Sarah yeah. Stanger? Uh, yeah, I haven't met Sarah. No, I haven't met Sarah Stanger. No, I know who she is and we've spoken and she she remembers me. And Nina? Uh, Nina Valen? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Nina's, Nina's another one, yeah. Um, these these people have got, had some mirrored experiences. Uh, I mean, it was amazing to speak to anybody who's sort of gone through similar anything similar to that because for, for the longest amount of time, you know, why would you want to tell anybody about any of these things? One, it's shameful. You know, so the things that happen put a lot of shame on you. And two, you know, there's always the uh, thing that someone's going to, you know, cart you off. Yeah. So, so you, you. Like Jeff says here, right? Jeff says Sarah's, Sarah's full of BS, says a lot of BS. I, I think so too. Like, it's hard to believe for some people. I think some people have exploited what this is for their own benefit in some ways. Although, you know, you could say, okay, like, for example, I think even Christine, Christine Hart has talked about like her, her past and stuff. And then like you have Sarah and like, there's a lot of people that come forward and said, all right, I, I have been mind controlled. I have multiple personalities. Like Holly's one of them, a, a person like that, you know, that has multiple personalities. I think that that has actually really happened to people. And you know, like he talks about Johnny Depp. So, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I guess in a way I can't totally outrule that Sarah, if, if she is who she says he, what she is and she isn't BS totally, then on some level, maybe she is controlled. But I think that at some point as a person, you can make a choice to wake up and not and not do things that harm other people or that you're being deceptive. The one thing I liked about Max is I think that Max was really interested in talking about the topics that he that he talked about and he and he did it to educate people. You know, it was like, well, this is this is some stuff that I've learned because I'm trying to discover myself. And so he shared that information with us. And I think what we are all wondering is, is like, because he shared that information, is that why he was taken, you know, targeted? Was that why he was taken out? Was that like and then and then you got to go, OK, well, because, you know, I, I think it's important not to go, oh, well, Max knows everything. Or that anybody that when they say something that they have everything exactly right, but you know, in it you have to think, well, what, what, what part of it is real? Like, what part of it? Like, what part of it is was a threat to him in the end for exposing those things? And the, when I look at these videos and I, you know, we, we looked at the other one, you know, I, I showed the other one uh, that I, of the interview that Miles did in the past, right, where he talks about the Mona Lisa and he talks about like, like he's talking about like the, you know, King Solomon and all these kind of occult things and bringing in how the occults affected, you know, the entertainment industry and, you know. Bob Geldof and, and, you know, Peaches and, you know, these kind of like 
deaths that happen or things that might be ritual that exist in, 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 in the entertainment industry. And then also in, you know, our history in, in the, in, in the part of human history. And, and there are things that he's saying here that other people have said too, like you can go back and back up like what he's saying by looking into demonology or looking into what those things are and then kind of following, you know, the actual really practices of the occult. He's not saying things that you can't go back and reference. And, and I think this is for me, this is my favorite part, or this is where about what he's done is to talk about uh, these particular things that I think are tangible. Take out, take out the, you know, the UFOs and, you know, portals and, you know, even you know, if you want to let, let go of the reptilian thing or shape-shifting or whatever, when, when he's talking about like the occult and the ritual practices and the things that he says, you can go find those things, that information in other places and legitimately find find that to back it up if you even want to believe in those things some people are so closed off that they go oh yeah witches ha 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 that's funny right but when you realize that you know hollywood is hollywood the holly tree where magic happens and then you think about film and television and script writing and you know creating ideas, making something from your mind into a reality, whether it be a play or a film, is it, to some people that considers that to be magic. Mark McFarlane, you're staying up late tonight. Who knows what one gets up when when in REM sleep mode? Oh yeah. You're not REM now yet, are you? No, you're here still. Okay, maybe an alter you're not aware of. Could be. I mean, some people, according to what Max has said, they're not even aware of that other sleeper alter even existing in them. Okay. Generally, they, they play on that. Yeah. No one's going to say anything. They also have all these hand signals. They, they, it's imprinted yeah, in that. You, the, the chocolate. Yeah. This, your chocolate That's the symbol for another, Horus, another too. Yeah. Colleague of ours. Who's used that? Absolutely. And that is um, a way to um, uh, to stop you from speaking, to shut you down and stop you from speaking. Uh, yeah. So even think, even speaking about it kind of um, bugs me a little bit. Now, you were interviewed with Kerry Cassidy. Yeah. And Michael Prince. Yeah, that was an that was that, an unfortunate interview, really. I was very, very... Do you want to talk about that? Is that something? Yeah, um... Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to tell the truth of what my what my perspective of was it uh, about it. Um, it was just uh, the the setup. And also, here, go back a little bit because I thought this was interesting commentary that he. I'm going to go back a little farther. I want to head into it again. I like to just kind of take a like. To me, this stood out when he talked about his first interview with Carrie Cassidy, which is the one where it said uh, Max Spears, Michael Prince. And I believe this was the first interview in Henderson, Nevada. And I didn't realize that he had, um, I don't know if you should say negativity about it, but it, but it was, well, you'll hear, you'll hear what he says. It wasn't like all peachy though, either. No, it's imprinted yeah, in that you, you, the, the, the chocolate. Yeah. This, you chocolate That's the symbol for another, Horus another too. Yeah. Colleague of ours. Who's used that? Absolutely. And that is, um, 
a way to um, uh, to stop you from speaking, to shut you down and stop you from speaking. Uh, yeah. So even think even speaking about it kind of um, bugs me a little bit. Now uh, you were interviewed with Kerry Cassidy. Yeah. And Michael Prince. Yeah, that was an that was that, an unfortunate interview. Really, I was very very. Do you want to talk about that? Is that something? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I don't, I'm. I'm not going to tell the truth of what my what my perspective of was it uh, about it. Um. It was just uh the the setup was a little bit unusual. I wasn't expecting it to happen, and um. Uh. I'm not. I'm. Not, I think that Camelot have done a lot of good work. I've watched a lot of the the stuff, and it's it's been you know. So I mean, with my DNA, and I know uh, so the DNA that I'm carrying. I'm carrying edited, right? Like he took part of it out. I want to go back there it again. Bugs me a little bit. Uh, you were interviewed with Kerry Cassidy. Yeah, and Michael Prince. Yeah, that was an that was that, an unfortunate interview. Really, I was very very. Do you want to talk about that? Is that something? Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to tell the truth of what my what my perspective of was it uh, about it. Um. It was just uh, the the setup was a little bit unusual. I wasn't expecting it to happen, and um, uh, I'm not. I'm. I think that Camelot have done a lot of good work. I've watched a lot of the the stuff, and it's it's been you know. Oh, so I, with my DNA, I know. What, we, uh, what happened in between that and that edit? That's what I'm curious about. So the DNA that I'm carrying, I'm carrying a split, 50-50 split DNA. I have um, uh, Sir, Sir, Syrian, Sirius, so Sirius, Sirius A DNA, and I have um, uh, Anunnaki DNA. But it's it's a perfect split. When I was born, I've, I've said this a number of times, when I was born, a line went down the, the center of my body, and I turned two different colors for about 30 seconds, uh, purple and yellow, and then it, they took pictures, and then it faded away, and that was a symbolic uh, reference that to, must have been a programmed I response think, so that uh, it would uh, so they would, they would know I think so but I think that looks like a signal well they took me away from out of the they took me away from my mother immediately at the immediately and uh, uh, she that she remembers just kind of passing out and then waking up a few hours later and screaming you know where's my baby and they she didn't know where they'd taken me I think that they have to immediately traumatize the baby to create the fracture that's needed for certain things. So if you trauma, they, they, you know, they, they, you traumatize the You're baby. Slapping the baby that way of doing traumatize, it. Absolutely. In the lights, they're using those halogen lights yeah. on a child when it comes. Yeah. You, you, you're doing some damage. And that's why they that. don't like home births. Right. They don't want home births or, or swimming pool births yeah. or the, you know, which is, is a more far. Certainly Sarah Goodley's done a lot of work on, on this. Uh, tremendous lady and her team of people. Well, as we're running out of time and light, and the rain is pouring, uh, do you've got any uh, any sort of things to say about what's been going on? Or um, a massive amount of infighting and uh, uh, jealousy edit. and another uh, edit. Like it's it's not <laughs> some of it's gone. Um, I want to make mention of his birth again, and if you read that Wikipedia. The way it, it, it the Wikipedia talks about his death and his life, they 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 almost make it. They almost ridicule him. They don't really explain it the way he does, but they almost ridicule him. Like he thought something happened at his birth and this and that. The, the Wikipedia is really demeaning. I think. Um, 
backlash and fallout from from all sorts of stuff and i i really don't want to be a part of any of that because the reason i got involved in this in the first place was to find out and, and about what happened to me and help other people who've gone through trauma yeah i mean that's what kathy morgan's thing she wants to find out what's happened to her yeah so in many respects as we're really running out of time perhaps it was for selfish reasons i even got involved in it miles because yeah. i wanted to know what's going on with me yeah. it's turned into okay but well we seem to be allowed to do this yeah maybe there's something else around which is letting us do this that, that that's or they just are predators waiting to pounce that's that's very interesting i i mean there has to be some aspect of free will though in what we're doing i mean is it all is it all uh scripted is giving up bit? our powers we're running out really compared to shut down here but really well th uh, just in case we do shut down max thanks yeah. very much thank you Miles. 37 yeah. right. and uh, in england where it rains yes and it's pouring with rain now and yep. again and sarah wonderful to see sarah brilliant and it's been good fun and uh, thank you very much thank you the um, I think the unwelcome visitors on this yes. in this sector, uh, time for them to leave rather quickly. The un the, okay, this is the new ones or the ones who've been here for a while. Oh, uh, the ones who've been here for a while. Yeah, they, who are the new ones? Well, this is this is what we've been to and I've been talking about, and I'm uh, what I, I'm. A, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that there's there's kind of a new force that's taking on. Uh, uh, but I don't know what it is, Miles. I, I don't right. know what it is. I've got a very strong sense of that as well. This is something that we know have never, you know, that's not been spoken about before. Yeah. Big time new. Yeah. Old guys move on. The, yeah, I mean, the ones that are running it now are ancient, though. You've got to know that ancient, ancient force. Okay. The Dracos are old, old. There are ones above. They were created, too. Yeah. I mean, they were, they're not even from the Draco, not even from this star system at all. They were placed here to cause havoc, to be the polarity, to be the dark or the shadow, so that when there has to be, it's, it's, you know. Well, it's a bit like assuming that uh, time is a linear thing that never changes. Right. Some BS. things things uh, change, you know. Yeah. Leases run out. Uh, there. There you go. Yeah. Leases run Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you have to yeah. hand over. You yeah. know, when you own something for a while, maybe you only have it for 100 years of that. Maybe, as John Irwin has, has mentioned, the, the lords are coming back to the manor and they're not happy. What the butler's been doing, right? And uh, so, so and here we go. But you know, a, another John Irwin quote from Miles Johnston in trouble for that, Big trouble. Been, uh, not taken care of in the correct way, yes, yeah. And yeah, they're rushing now, sort of panicking a little bit, yes. So, we'll see how that one falls. Okay, well, thank you. All right, good. So I, I, I think that that is kind of really an infamous um, interview. And the, again, this is uh, tinfoil, the tinfoil man. I'm going to share it in the chat just in case anybody um, wants it. So just so you got that. Yeah, it's it's really, um, I don't know, I find it, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, it makes you think about certain things. I, I know, like, sometimes I feel like when I, show stuff about Max, you know, I, I've gotten criticism, you know, like some of my haters, you know, they go, oh, you think, you know, you think, you know, you're talking about Max Spears and blah, 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 and that's just ridiculous and, you, you know, whatever. And, and uh, but I actually, when I look, when I read, to me, he's 
saying things that are ancient history in terms of like the occult and stuff. And I, I also want to show you um, Mr. Mythos. Hold on a second. I'm going to look up Mr. Mythos really quick. Um, who I, I, I highly recommend if you want to get like um, a um, quick study of Mr. Mr. Mythos on demonology. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mythos. Let me see. Oh, darn it. I didn't want to go to the playlist. I want to go to his actual stuff. He didn't do it too long ago. Forbidden, dangerous job, inner earth conspiracies. Darn it, where is it? The myth. Because he, he does it in an objective way. Let's see. Obsessive. Obsessive. Demonology. Let's see. Why isn't this pulling up like that? I want it to. Of course, it's not doing it. Yeah, here it is. Here. I'm going to add this in the chat. And then I'm going to show you who he is really quick. Maybe it'll be okay. But I highly, if you're going to, if you want to watch something that will kind of buff out like what Max is talking about, um, this guy is the study of demons, which are essentially evil spirits that have the ability to influence the physical world, including ourselves, animals, and observable events. Whether or not we actually believe in the existence of these beings, demonology is an occult science, meaning that there are distinct methods of classification and hierarchy as well as identification of a demon's name See, and there's sigil. There's the sigils. I'm going to expand it. Theories regarding their demonic powers and limitations, and complex rituals of summoning, command, and exorcism. Hundreds, if not thousands of grimoires have been written on this exact subject, a handful of which you'll be learning about today. Demonology is just as important to the devoutly religious as it is to those who seek to control demons for their own nefarious purposes. This is because understanding the nature of demons can help a person protect themselves from their influence. This concept is called spiritual warfare, a battle between good and evil that we are thought to be constantly engaged in. Of course, whether or not you accept this as truth is up to you. Some people just find this stuff interesting, and I'm not surprised why. Demonology is pretty cool. Hey, fellow seekers, welcome. I'm Mr. Mythos. If you're a fan of strange and ancient mysteries with research so deep, you're guaranteed to fall down the rabbit hole, you're in the right place. I humbly ask that you give this video a like and ding the notifications bell. Okay, anyway, that's that's going to give you a touch of, of what that's all about. 
Um, so, oh, thank you, Vanessa. I'm glad you um, enjoyed it. You know, you you like the topics and um, and everything. And I'm, it's it's great to see you here too because you're you're giving us all of us like your presence and the things that you're saying is giving us a, a, another. It's it's adding to our exploration and, and looking back at everything and, and understanding things too. Okay, um, before I go, I want to um, just show. Uh, I'm going to give you the link to um, to my new blog that I wrote for Hemp Week the month. No, that's not what I want. I, I just clicked on my. I, I'm on Apple Podcasts. I just went to click on Not My Rabbit Hole. If you if you go if you look for Not My Rabbit Hole, and then um, and then um, you know like you'll see like my podcast on 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 a lot of different places if you so are inclined. Good night, Super Soldier Healing. Thank you for being here. Um, just real quick, this was an uh, an essay that I wrote in my English critical thinking class. And um, no, I didn't want to go there. Hold on. And um, now my internet's going to cause me issues. (sighs) Okay, here it is. Um, Cannabis literacy. All right, so read more. And some of the things that I, I, I talk about, uh, which, I, which I think I want to point out to you, is how knowledgeable are we of the medicinal and industrial applications of cannabis? So uh, I go into different uh, things about this, about that historically. Uh, the fact that hemp has been nearly banned worldwide may have even helped perpetuate global warming. Um, this particular essay, we had to write about something as a, what, what are the solutions to problems? And I, and, and I, I know we have legalization and things like this, this, but there's so much, so much more applications to hemp that I think we could, uh, we, we could make money here in the United States if we, if we decided to grow hemp and, you know, it could be huge industry and it would be global friendly. And I also want to point out that right here, is free CBD. Uh, that's the CBD BioCare that I was telling you. You can click that link there. Um, and, you know, there's an old picture of me, promo picture. Uh, but also uh, I talk about the marijuana tax and how, you know, the rock yellow journalism with William Randolph Hearst and the Rockefeller families and the DuPonts and Standard Oil. Um, and then here, we're not for the Marijuana Tax Act. We would at the very least be seeing a line of Ford cars being run on biofuel. Uh, the Marijuana tax act, was act, tax act was passed in 1937. We could have been fueling cars with hemp biofuel for the past 84 years. Unfortunately, today, we are taking around with trying to how to figure out integrate electric cars into the populace. And also, um, there's a fact here about how the... Uh, Electric cars um, actually, in some instances, have more toxic emissions than your gas does. Uh, also, going into the history of hemp in the United States, um, that our founding fathers even smoked hemp. Uh, Benjamin Franklin started one of the first American paper mills with cannabis. This allowed America to gain the independence of not having to acquire paper and books from Britain. Uh, 
and then the history of that. And then, of course, the medicinal aspect of it. There's one thing also here, real customer's photo. This is also the product that this dog here um, had a skin irritation. And after, this is a real customer's photo after using the uh, cannabis oil and, no, the hot spray, the CBD hot spray. This is the dog. He's all healed up right there. And look, this guy's a little cannabis uh, outfit. But that's also, if you um, go to my link here. You can get a 5% discount on uh, on the pet spray. And uh, then I talk about, I write about the different stereotypes. And um, I guess I'll just go to the end. Just you know, and, and again, please do click onto this and read it. I, I am monetized on my um, blog. So even just looking at it helps me get paid in some ways too. And and RSS my feed, you know, as well. But it says the answer is cannabis liter literacy. We are currently suffering from a pandemic economy. Many people face potential homelessness. Our planet is sick and tech techno technological billionaires are taking space trips with talking of occupying Mars. Have we given up on planet Earth? Hemp is the solution for starvation, clothing, fuel, natural medicine, and paper. Imagine what the world would be like if we could stop cutting down trees. If we put our farmers to work today growing hemp, America would be a leading force and dominate in the hemp production globally. Hemp is eco-friendly and would help our carbon footprint. Therefore, cannabis education could potentially save our planet and humankind. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. And that was my last line. And so um, I just want to let you know that I am publishing things on my blog. And, and that's just a supplement to what's going on here on my channel. And also to let you guys know that, like, I have a, I have a plan. Like, the blog... Um, the reason why I'm going back to college, uh, my my major is refined into digital journalism, although there's humor journalism and all kinds of different things. But, you know, I'm creating these platforms uh, and, and I want to get educated so I can uh, be better at what I'm doing for you right now or for, you know, doing this media right now. And who knows, you know, once I have a degree, then I could probably do it on other uh, for other people, because journalism, everything's going digital. Uh, matter of fact, in my spring semester, I'm going to be taking a video editing class, which I have to have in order to go to, to get my AA to transfer. So part of what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn how to do videos better, too, like legitimately better. So I always knew pot could save the world. It could. That is the thing that happened to me. Like when I, when I talk about my own awakening uh, and, the, and it, like cannabis led me to here to talk about these other things too. But I had like a, a vision of, of the, that the cannabis plant is, is a very special plant. And since we are having a hard time right now and there are things happening, we could make our earth better by using it, using this wonderful, wonderful resource. Because I think that the plant, the plants are God's creation 
And, you know, like in the Bible, it says, I've given you all the fruit and seeds in your garden. And like, I think that the oligarchs, oligarchs and the corporate interests has, you know, has harmed humanity. And now they're, and now they want to go, oh, and, and now that we restricted something else from you, now we're going to like make you be in a little tiny box and have a reset and, you know, enjoy eating your bugs, you know? And I, I feel like going, oh, F you guys, right? Like I got angry when I saw the Pope and everybody going, oh, we have a global warming problem. I go, why isn't anybody talking about the hemp plant as a solution? If you really wanted to do something, you would make it so we were going back to like if America, you know, our history, our council culture was that our founding fathers, I know you hated them, now because you know they were also racist but they were hemp farmers like people are are they they said this is the our country was founded on that they had something right you know i think right now as people we have this is me i'm preaching i'm gonna let you guys go because i know you probably don't want to hear this but nobody's perfect Nobody, they're, 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 they're great. They're great men that did awful things at the same time that they were great. That is, that is the dichotomy of being human in a way. And maybe the reason why we're going to go extinct, but shouldn't we look at what we've done good once in a while and then repeat that rather than repeating the things that we did bad anyway, <sighs> Would love to write a book. So would I. And that is a goal of mine, too. And I wrote some, I have a, 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 a por- portfolio. Let my hair down because I, my hair was all, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't, it's still wet. I took it like, like I, I, I took a shower and it didn't dry enough for me to flat iron it. But anyway, it, it, yeah, it was going to kill a lot of things. It was going to kill like DuPont and the plastics and everything else. The Pope is apparently coming to Canada to say sorry 40 years for the Protestants said sorry they threw a bit of cash yet no healing as our culture lost everything. Okay, so I'm going to say goodnight and there's another song I picked for tonight and, you know, I hope that I, I you know, I, I don't know, isn't it funny? I wanted I wanted to um, play Andrea Bocelli singing the Lord's Prayer because it's so gorgeous but I'm gonna I'm gonna exit on that tonight because it's beautiful, and um, you know, and it and we're and we're almost to be Sunday, and so whatever you feel spiritually, or you know, or not. All right, welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, whoa, and guess who else came back? Orlando. He wants to say goodbye. Orlando, come here. You want to say goodbye? Yeah, say goodbye. Yeah, baby, you want to say goodbye? Yeah? Say goodbye to everybody, Orlando. Well, I, I don't know if you can hear him. He he's seems I think 
I, I think you heard him. And Orlando and I say goodbye. And you know what? Please do check out, you know, great hemp, you know, greathempdeals.com. And uh, you can also go to greatcbddeals.com. Take you to the same, same landing page. Uh, I'll put a link where you can get the free samples here in this description. Thank you for supporting Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce, and thank you for listening. God bless. Thank you.